Hey everyone, before we jump in, Miles and I are so grateful for all of your support and we want to remind you all to always dive within the limits of your training and experience and always follow the advice of your instructors and dive masters. This podcast is not intended as a substitute for formal dive instruction. We are thrilled to have this space to share our stories and experiences and thankful we get to share them with you. Stay safe out there and have fun. Dive 15. Yep. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, Welcome back. back to Free Descent. Uh, if you're hearing this, I am somewhere in the middle of the Indonesian archipelago on the Aranui. And I'm still here. And Miles is still in San Diego. <laughs> but I'll probably be teaching by the time yeah, you're going to teach. Yeah, you're going to teach. I'll be you teaching. A, you have a class yeah, coming up. I do. So this episode's going to be a little bit different than the episodes we've done in the past. We're not going to start with dive logs and then like talk about one or two topics. Today we have one conversation and it's a conversation that I think resonated with a lot of you guys and it's something we've discussed on our first episode and then periodically throughout our other episodes but we wanted to really dive into it coming out of a conversation we had last month uh, after some dives we did together or was it a class that we did together I don't remember but um, we're talking about Diving as Zen, dive therapy, um, our happy place, our peace, etc. I mean, you've heard me say to classes that diving is my happy place, my Zen, my peace. It's where I go on my best days, my worst days. It makes bad days better. It makes good days great. Even a, 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 a bad day with a dive in it is better than a good day with no dive. Yeah. So... Um, you know, we, we wanted to sort of dig into that, how diving makes us feel, how we want it to make us feel, and how we share that feeling. Just kicking it off here. Yeah. When I first started diving, and I would say on my very first dive, I got that feeling immediately. I mean, it was day one. It, granted, it was in Belize, so it was like absolutely gorgeous. But from day one, I was like, wow, this is the only place I've ever not thought about something else in the back of my mind. There's so much going on. There was so much stimulation that there was no way I could ever think about anything else. And from that feeling of just being completely focused, the focus grew into peace. And I think about that with yoga too, is that when you focus completely on your breathing or like a spot of interest and you just zone in, that's where you find peace. And I definitely find that with diving too. Well, yes, but I could, I try to do that at work and it doesn't work. <laughs> my day, it doesn't work in my day job. It doesn't work Obviously in my day job. Not, yeah. So that's what we have diving for. And yeah. I completely agree. I mean, I think we've had students tell us this. We've had our, the veterans tell us this, uh, the wounded warriors that we've, that we've worked with have, have told us this, that, you know, diving, it, it centers your mind around only diving. And that is all that is important in, in your mind. So the rest of your mind, the cloudiness, the the chatter of the day-to-day, the worries, the doubts, the anxieties of life. Like waiting for a buzz, waiting for an email or a text message. It it ceases to exist. The the anxiety, the anticipation, the nervous energy that can go into a day literally washes out. Yeah. Um, You know, getting into the ocean literally feels like I'm washing myself Mm -hmm. all clean. Um, you know, whether it's one dive or a hundred dives, um, I I think, I think it took me a little bit longer than you 
to really feel that zen. I think um, it took me about 60 or 70 dives. I think my first 60 or 70 dives, because of the way I did them, and I did them over the course of a couple of big trips where it was all about exploration and seeing things I'd never seen before and doing things I'd never done before, um, it was it's still sort of new to me. And I did I did 60 dives in a grand total of maybe 30 days. So, you know, and I did them, you know, a year apart or two years apart or something like that. So over the course of two years. So, um, you know, I, I did, I did a lot of very concentrated bursts of diving. So I didn't get that long-term effect that I think diving has on us, but the more I dive and I think definitely this Indonesia trip is going to be a huge, I would say almost test of this, of when I am doing that exploring, do I still find that peace or how long does it take me after my first breath in a new place to mm -hmm. find that peace? I know for me, it took me a while in San Diego. Yeah. Like when I moved out here, it was completely different diving. I was definitely out of my element. And so it took me a while to find that Zen and peace in San Diego, but then starting to dive with you and diving with other professionals and just doing it for fun without students, I found the beauty and the peace that you can get from the canyon. I mean, yeah. it's it's deep and it's dark and it's cold, but it really, like, it's when you're in, so I always think about it, you know, I'll bring it back to yoga, but when you're in an uncomfortable yoga position and you're just super sweaty and you can't, like, you feel completely tangled up and you just are shaking, trying to hold a pose, I felt like that at first when I first started diving in San Diego and then I got it like as soon as I became comfortable with the uncomfortable I was like wow there's so much beauty to see in the deep cold dark waters and it's nice to go to warm water places and like get to go back to that like oh this feels like home again this feels like just a huge relaxation but the challenge that it is out here is really like, I don't know, it, it does something for me now. I think, I think you have to get used to the, to the challenge of diving in California. Yes. I don't think it comes naturally, but... And it's not the first dive. The first right, dive... Right, absolutely. And it won't even be maybe the fifth dive for you. But after like the 10th dive in California, you're like, okay, I get it now. And I get the beauty of it because I've gotten past the uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's 100% true. All right, we have located to somewhere quieter. Um, <laughs> hopefully you guys didn't hear too much of the background noise, but we apologize for it. Um, I want to go back to something you said about uh, diving with professionals for fun and diving for fun generally. Mm -hmm. uh, we have to remember that when we dive with students and we're diving as instructors, we are we are turning a dial. I like to think in my head of like, I'm going to sacrifice a little bit of like my personal enjoyment of the dive. I'm not going to be looking for, you know, critters a hundred percent of the time, right? Cause I have to keep an eye on my students. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be leading a dive and I'm going to be looking for things to show them, but I have to keep an eye on my students. I have to keep control and, and keep, you know, the, the safety of my students and the security of my students yeah. in mind and also their enjoyment, right? I'm wearing different gear than they are. We might be warmer than mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. So we have to keep that in mind. You know, maybe they might be getting cold. So we have to, you know, we have to, we, we, we do, we dive differently. And maybe that means that our dives, when we dive for teaching, maybe not less enjoyable. I think it's just a different experience, right? Yeah. So 
the joy that I get out of teaching, I'm, it's, it's, it's unreal. And it's, and a perfect example was today. My students are going to go diving without me yeah, um, while I'm gone, which is amazing. And I love that. And I had a very happy, happy teacher moment. Yeah. But, um, because of that, you know, it's a different type of joy, but that means we're doing different types of dives. Yeah. You know, I'm not spending the entire dive, not looking at anything and focusing on my Zen. I'm spending the dive, focusing on my students, teaching them things, passing on knowledge and energy uh and and good vibes of the ocean so it's just a different um it's just a different experience but it does it can mean that we get burned out yeah and that's i think where i'll start is that i think before i went to hawaii and just this past summer there was definitely that feeling of burnout with classes not that i wasn't enjoying them because i would enjoy every single class but it just got to be too many all the time and I mean we do really hard dives and like hard work out here in California too and so just between like everything else and life going on it was amazing to get to go to Hawaii and like do a fun dive in a warm place it just felt easy it felt easy and like you know I got to be in the position of going with a dive master. And so somebody, somebody else, else is responsible. watched out for me yeah. and it was great. And Walter was just like perfect. He was like honestly such a great dive master and like really led the dive how I kind of wanted to go. And with that, I don't know, I felt this like inner child Good. kind of come out I, for the first time in a long time because I'm so like in charge all the time on the dives that I you do. Are. <laughs> you and really I are. I am so like, I need to be the person that's commanding and like doing all of it. But in this dive, I got to be the kid and I just got to like look for stuff and have fun. And you know, it's just great. Yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. And you would express to me before you left, you were like, I'm starting to lose a little bit of that joy of diving. And I told you, I was like, I think you're teaching too much. I think you're, you're, you know, teaching gives us a different type of joy. Yeah. It is, it's the joy of passing knowledge on. It's the joy of showing someone else something you love. But it's a different type of joy. It's a different type of fulfill, yes. fulfillment. I can't say that word. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> fulfillment. Um, it's, it's different. So, you know, you're getting a lot of that, but you're not getting the adventure and sort of the, the untethered exploration that maybe you get when you aren't leading a dive and you aren't respons- responsible for students. Or just like being in the zone in my own head. And yeah, like yeah. Just, you know, having that time where like I get to let it all go and just like let it brush off of me. And with students... Allowing that focus to, to leave. Yeah, exactly. And so with students, I'm 100% focused 100% of the time. And so it's a completely different type of dive. It's not... I mean, I like them... Obviously, I like them both. Like, I love teaching. I absolutely love teaching. But I think that love for teaching, sometimes it'll take over the love that I have just for the sport. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's, you know, you the first thing, the first thing I asked you when you called me from Hawaii (laughs) after you did the dives, I said, is the love of diving back. Yeah. And I mean, I called you immediately. I got off the boat and I FaceTimed you and I had this massive grin. Yeah. And I, and I like, could, I could tell she was FaceTiming me. She put, had this huge grin. And I could tell that the love I of was diving like, was back I feel you. so good. And it's like, it was always there, but it was just kind of buried. I so think you mentioned 
you know, being led, having somebody else responsible for leading around the dive site and showing you stuff. Was there anything else on the dive that helped you or about the the way the dive was conducted or uh, the way the dive master briefed the dive or anything like that that helped you relax more, relax into the dive, even before the dive or, or, or during the dive? Um, you know, not specifically that any one dive master, you know, I'm not saying this one dive master is, is good or bad. I'm saying what are things that we can pass along to, you know, to yeah. all, to everybody yeah. listening? What can you pass along from that dive? Like, how did, how did it work that you got your mojo back? One, it was really chill just getting onto the dive, getting onto the boat. Like, everyone was really calm. There wasn't yeah. a lot of, like, hustle and bustle going on okay. to get on the onto the boat. Yeah, that definitely... Because if you feel that relaxed energy, you're going to, re- you know, show yeah, that Yeah, it was just, energy. like, a good vibe immediately when I showed up. Yeah. And then from there, I... So, the guy who I actually ended up being my buddy, Paris... So he sat right next to me, and then I don't know if they knew beforehand that Paris and I were both more advanced divers, and so they put us together just with Walter, who's also, like, one of the shop managers, and so I don't know how they did it or how they knew, but they put everybody together based on their certification levels because there That's were... That's how they knew, was yeah, they asked so you for were, your certification yeah, and they, but they, they were like, you up that But way. there were newer divers in a different group with right. a different dive master. That makes complete sense. Which was so nice for me because even if I had been in that group, it would have been stressful, like yeah. seeing the newer divers. And, and I'm sure, and, the, and having been newer divers recently... We know, and been teaching new new divers. You don't necessarily want to throw a bunch of brand new divers or newer divers in with people with two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, a thousand dives. They're not going to get as much out of it because all they're going to be doing is looking at, at whoever mm-hmm. that person is and going, "Well, why can't I do what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Why is my buoyancy not as good as theirs?" And diving, I think, is one of the sports where comparing yourself to somebody else can only hurt you. Yeah, diving is. You know, it's a buddy sport, right? We try we try not to dive alone unless we have the training and, and the appropriate experience level for it. But it, 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 while it is a buddy sport, it is individual in that you are entirely able to retreat within yourself and use those 45 to 60 minutes underwater to, you know, work through stuff and just kind of let... let yourself be present in that moment yeah um no it was just so i mean everything from the very beginning until like we get in the water and walter definitely looked at the way that we like to dive and so he dove a lot slower because he knew that i wanted to see stuff and like look at small stuff so he started like finding nudibranchs for me and like just taking really slow time over the reef and so and I think, he, like, very quickly he realized that it was going to be a long dive because he asked me for my air, and immediately it was, like, very, <laughs> it was still, like, good. He was like, oh, okay. So he actually sent Paris up with another group yeah. at one point because, and that was also cool that, like, you know, they were able, we had so many professionals down there that we were able to be flexible with, like, everybody's air consumption. Yeah. And I think, too, having, doing dives with professionals generally um, like we dive a lot on boats. Uh, you know, we, we do fun dives off boats around here a mm-hmm. lot. And I like diving with other professionals mm-hmm. because there's an expectation that, uh, you will handle your business. I will handle my business. We will dive together for safety, but we're doing our own dives. We're not, you know, hanging off each other. 
we'll rely on each other to the extent that we have to, and we'll mm-hmm. you know help each other out, and we'll 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 guide around, and we'll do we'll do the best navigation we can together, but we are absolutely going to work as you know we're 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 gonna we're gonna use this time to relax these are our fun lives yeah. we're not teaching today exactly and so yeah it just I think it was great and then I'm actually going on a fun dive today with one of my former students tonight and oh, so great. that'll be great and I've missed yeah. like the cold water a bit honestly I have I've actually missed it and you said that it was really cool the other day it so. was it was really nice the other day so I'm excited to do that and it's going to be more like a night dive too I'll wave from the plane window okay <laughs> um and then I get to teach this weekend. That's right. Yeah, and you do. And so really, you know, getting a full circle. You're, you're coming full circle on yeah, it. Yeah. I think it'll be really good. So these feelings that we have about diving, you know, it, it, it is, it calms us down. It, it allows us to relax our mind and, and sort of flush out all the BS from the above Life. water, <laughs> from our above water lives. Um, how do you impart that to your students Mm, that's a good one I think I try to be as calm and like excited underwater as possible calm and excited yeah like calm that sounds like a that sounds like a non sequitur so put it together for us so calm in the sense of just like very relaxed and like not seeing anything as an issue Mm -hmm. like until something is like actually an issue you know what I mean? Right. Because students will see well, champagne bubbles or they'll yeah. see like little things or, you know, and they start to get really antsy and they start to fidget with their gear. Yeah. And so a lot of times I'll go up to someone and I'll just like look them right in the eyes and give them like a soft eye. It's the same thing you would give a cat. Like when you, when you I look don't... at cats, you do like a soft blink. You go like, like that. Oh, like I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> I, that, that. That looked funny to me, but it probably no, no, looks no. different. No, no, no. It actually looks different, underwater, looks different underwater. And it's the one way you can communicate with someone. And then also just doing the breathe in, breathe, breathe, in, out, breathe out motions. Okay. And so calming people down that way. And I, then also showing people like, okay, once they solve a problem or once they complete a skill, like doing a little party, giving somebody a high five, you know, like I think finding that balance between like being excited about them doing well and also, if they're struggling with something or having some kind of anxiety, helping them calm down. So, like, a lot of times, you know, you'll have people that get nervous that first drop. That first drop yeah. down the rope, you have people that get nervous or maybe they're having trouble with their ears, whatever. I think it's super important to make eye contact during that first drop down on the line. And you're going down with them, inching them down, helping them with their ears, like, you know, whatever. But you're also making eye contact and calming them at the same time because it's new and it's a weird feeling. And so, yeah. I, I think I'm I think I'm similar in a lot of ways. I think, you know, I'm definitely, of the two of us, I am the more emotive one in underwater. Um, <laughs> and, and above the water, too. I think I, yeah, I'm, you a little, are. I'm a little more uh, expressive, shall we say. Um you know, when, when we're in the, from the East Coast, I don't think that has anything to do with it. <laughs> uh, I refuse to allow geogra- geography to define me. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, especially when we're in the pool, the pool to me is the time to laugh around, but also to be serious. In the pool, we introduce a lot of mm-hmm. concepts. We introduce basically everything yeah. in the pool. So in the pool, you know, we go through, hey, some of these scenarios can be a little wonky. That's why we're testing them here. We're getting them ready here so that you you know what to do. So when we when we hit that ocean water, 
when it gets real, Mm -hmm. you know what to do and it's totally easy. Mm -hmm. So once we hit the ocean, you know, to me, nothing like to like to you, there are no true emergencies unless there's a true emergency, yeah, which yeah. which thankfully has never yeah, happened. Yeah, but to a me. lot of times students um, will see stuff and they're like, oh, right, right, oh right, my right, gosh. right. So so to me, it's you know if something something to the students feels like a problem, the first it's sort of the same thing to you. I don't do your weird cat eye squint because I don't understand that and I don't have cats and I don't like <laughs> okay. cats. I like your cats, but I don't like most cats. Um, your cats tolerate me. Um, but I will, I'll, I'll, what I'll do, I'll do a slow blink. So I'll just close my eyes and then open them and nod. That's what it is. That's what I'm saying. Okay. But that's not what you did. Okay. Sorry. You did this weird, like squinty. No, no, no. But I was trying to, I was trying to express it. Okay. It was very, your eyes don't, I don't think your eyes ever closed. Anyway. Okay. So I just, so I do this slow nod and I blink. Yes. Because I, I'm showing them, I am so calm. I'm like, I can allow my eyes to close and I know that you're going to be okay. Yes. So I I can help them with that. You know, obviously my eyes are all, I got a hand on them and I got my other hand holding something secure. So I know, you know, we're not going anywhere, Yeah. but I, you know, I help my students with that. The other thing too, is I don't make a big deal out of anything that like the skills, especially like, oh, we're descending on a line. That's all. I don't, you know, when, when I brief it, I say, we're going to go hand over hand down the line. I'm the lowest one down. I'm the first one down. You guys follow me down. Yeah. I don't make a big deal out of it because I know there are instructors who will talk a lot about you're going down a line. This is there's this and this and this and this and this. The first time down a line, the students has so much in their mind already. Yep. Adding a ton of things to it, I don't find that to be helpful. No, it's so not. So the first time I say you're going to go to a line, you're going to drop down it, you're going to hit your knee hit your knees on the sand, we'll go to the end of my little tag line, we'll do some skills and then we'll go swimming. Yeah. At, after the dive, on the debrief of the first dive, you know, I'm thinking in the cla- in the open water class, so I'm in dive, you know, first open water dive into the second open water dive. After that first one, I'll talk about, hey, how'd that feel? That was kind of weird, wasn't it? And we kind of go through and I acknowledge the feelings that they may have because I found that a lot of students aren't going to express those feelings even if they have them because they're going, they don't want to sound like, exp- they don't want to sound silly or stupid, so... I acknowledge those feelings up front. I say that I have them because yeah. I do a lot of times. I mean, hey, this is a weird thing that humans yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. This is a huge, a weird thing that humans do. And then as far as being excited, I mean, every, every time I can, uh, you know, I do barrel rolls or I swim upside down or, mm-hmm. um, you know, if we see, if we see a cool animal, if we see like a baby shark or something like that, I'm going to do a dance. Yeah. I always I'm going to do a dance. I love the dance. Because I'm going to show the students I'm doing one right now. I'm going to show the students like, hey, this is fun for me too. This is cool, yeah. This is fun for me. Mm-hmm. And if you can demonstrate that, they will feel that energy. And mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing, and you sort of touched on this before, is that if you can give off that relaxed but excited energy, mm-hmm. your students will pick up on that. I know that yeah. you like to be a little bit more serious than um, me. That relative to me, you are more serious, especially in the pool. In the pool, I especially don't. Especially in I, the pool. I don't mess around in the pool at all. I'm pretty, like, as far as excited but relaxed, that's not my pool persona. Yeah. In the pool, I'm very serious, and I'm like, let's do this. Let's get it done. Like, let's crank this out. And I, we have different approaches here. We've talked about this before. But to me, even when, when I'm in the pool, you know, 
I'm I'm doing I'm doing backflips. I yeah. am spinning around in a circle for no reason other than I think it's fun. You know, I'm I'm goofing around enough to let my students know, hey, this is still fun. We're learning yeah. a ton. There's a lot of stuff I'm throwing at you, but this is still fun. A student said this to me the other uh maybe a few months ago. And I think I've I think I said it on the podcast, but he said um when you drop below the water your eyes change. Mm-hmm. They become less intense. Mhm. Above the water, I'm definitely intense because I'm teaching. I'm talking. I'm making sure that my students are understanding what I'm doing. Once we drop below the water, that's their time to show me what they've learned. Mm-hmm. I can't make them do anything underwater. Yeah. I physically cannot do that. Yeah. So I, I, I relax. I, I show that I'm relaxed. And I let them. I hand it. I, I literally, you know, in that moment, I'm sort of handing the class over to them. I'm saying, all right. I've demonstrated this skill. I've talked you through this skill. We talked about it upstairs. We're down here now. It's time. I'm going to hand the class to you and you got to, you show me what you've learned, but you do it right. It's not on me. I'm not making you do it. Yeah. I hand it to you. I, and I literally, the motion that I, that I, the signal that I use is a, it's a handing motion. Mm -hmm. Um, as if you were handing someone like a, a stack of papers, Mm -hmm. I hand it off. Mm-hmm. to them and, and allow them to to show me mm-hmm. um you know hey i'm relaxed i'm good let's see what you got if there's any point in the pool or the ocean that you're not having fun then let me know yeah. because even though and i tell them like a challenge can be fun and this should be challenging but it shouldn't get to the point where you're not feeling good about it or you're not having a good time because it's a recreational sport. Yeah, absolutely. And emphasis on the recreation. Right. It, it is this is, we are not we are not actually training a sports team. We are not actually, you know, training the Navy SEALs. You know, the conditions of the pool are obviously better than what we see in the ocean, right? It's, it's warmer, uh, it's clearer. Um it, it the the top of it doesn't wobble around so much. So you you we all take that time to train and and to make sure every one of our students does the right thing and does it the way that will make sure that they are safe Mm -hmm. um i think you know there's multiple approaches to that there's there's a serious approach where it's all right we're here to we're here to learn a bunch of stuff here we go let's learn it um there's a you know then there's the sort of goofy way of we're here to learn a bunch of stuff but i mean come on Mm -hmm. you know some of it some of it, we're just sitting around. So you, by, do, like, you need to adapt to your classes it, oh, a little absolutely. bit too because some, some classes call for a different persona. And even like depending on the student, like I'll be serious the whole class, but then like I'll go up to each individual and be like, hey, how are you feeling about it? Like, yeah. are you having fun? And, you know, like a lot of times they'll joke around with me or whatever. Or like if it's a kid, I'll be like, are you having fun? Like, what's your favorite thing so far? And like, Yeah, and you do that. And you do that at the ocean too. You talk about, you do you do more of a feel good debrief I think mm-hmm. than, than maybe I do because I do a lot of that on the surface I'm like you know we're, we're you've you've seen this before where I'm literally singing on our kick out because I'm like I'm I'm I'm, I'm glad I haven't heard that actually okay I'm a good singer <laughs> I'm a good singer oh but um we actually we had one class where the entire class and I sang country roads together oh my all God. the way out to that the float sounds awful it was amazing it was there. amazing it was like my favorite day but um the yeah so you know you you do you do definitely sort of in you know input that fun and i think it's just it's a question of where and how and and you know like i said i've seen a very limited amount of your class <laughs> um no i think it's just i mean 
I if think you've been in my class, if you're one of my students, you know. It's shout fun. out, shout out, Carl. <laughs> shout out, all, shout out, all of Miles' students <laughs> for dealing with me for for, and for dealing with her as going, my favorite person. Going through all my rigorous ropes. Yeah, rigorous ropes. <laughs> we we all, you know, I don't think your ropes are any more rigorous than anyone else's. That's I true. Think, you know, and and my student said he's like, you're you're super intense about water. I'm like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Because I want to make sure you understand it. Mm-hmm. As soon as I drop below the water, though, I guess a switch flips. And he said it's literally your eyes. Like, your eyes get less intense. It's okay. um, no, I, I think, I think you know, the water just has a way, coming full circle in this conversation, yeah. the water has a way of sort of washing off, even in the pool. You know, once mm-hmm. I sink below the surface of the water, nothing above the water matters anymore. My, you know, my day doesn't matter. My phone doesn't matter. My emails, my texts. My Instagram doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. Uh, shout out to everybody following me on Instagram. Oh my god! Um, Cringe. What? My I shout out my shout out my followers. They're loyal. Um, but you know, bringing it all bringing it all back home. You know, that wash off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it hits everyone a little bit differently. Finding that way that you can. I think the key is figuring out the way it hits your students mm-hmm. and your friends. Mm-hmm. Because then you can foster that in whatever that environment needs to be. Mm-hmm. Whether you need to be a little bit more serious because you're, you know, mm-hmm. you, 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 you're a personality that requires a little bit more of a serious bent on things. Mm-hmm. Or you, you kind of goof around with it because you need to acknowledge the, uh, th- that, that release mm-hmm. of pressure that comes when you <laughs> descend to pressure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think whatever, whatever works for you, do that. Um, our parting words to you guys are find the dives and find the way to dive that gives you zen, that gives you just peace. Just go out there. Just get, get out, out there. there, dive more, and just let it, like, let it take you. Yeah. Just let it take you, fully jump into the whole thing. Uh, yeah, I, I, exactly. Lean into it. Just really. And, and let go. Let go. Allow the lean dive. Lean in and let go. Allow the dive to consume you. Yes. Allow, you know, allow the water, allow yeah. yourself to become part of the water. Yeah. Um, and you'll have a better dive. If you spend the entire dive kicking against the current, you yeah. will A, get nowhere, B, be tired and see, and, <laughs> and see nothing. Yeah. So, um, you know. But we, I think that's it for now. I think that's it. I think, I think we've pretty much covered it. Yeah. This was kind of a haphazard episode. So yeah, we kind of, we kind of rambled, but, but uh, it was an episode. It was a conversation that we've been wanting to have for a while. So I'm glad we then. got to do it. All right. Um, Until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Miles. It's been another episode of Free Descent. See ya.